Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Creation. Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and our Sonic Blast today here in Conway as the Wampus Cats hosting the Bryant Hornets, five-time defending state champions. And uh, if these numbers that we're looking at right now is anything close to what is going to be... With the games tied at 116... Wow. He outscores the Suns by himself. I'm not sure what I'm hearing. It, it sounds like ESPN radio. Yeah, is that ESPN radio that I've got in my ear? But uh, it shall be as electric of an atmosphere for a non-championship game that you might find anywhere. So, uh, Barry Grooms of Hooten's Arkansas Football Magazine, Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater. Who ought to be... The people snatching the baton away. Or All right. Now to Trey Betty. Like. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Record. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. There's some ghosts and goblins. I thought what is going on here? Halloween was on Tuesday night. But, man... Uh, that is, uh, anyway, it's a little, good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. <laughs> can everybody, can everybody listen in here? What's going on? <laughs> Two people. Yeah, I mean, I, we're listening. yeah, maybe we're in ESPN's here, too, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, wow. That would be, uh, that'd be entertaining. Well, um, Rick's not here, so I get to say it. And, but I don't know that you can answer it this time. The hay is in the barn for Arkansas. Hay's in the barn. It better be. It's a big game for Arkansas and Florida both, though probably not that big a game for anybody else. <laughs> I don't know if anybody thinks this is as huge a game as people in Florida and Arkansas. I mean, we talked about what Florida has up on the schedule next after this one, and um, should be a great crowd for them in the swamp. And I mean, after this, it's two straight road games to rank teams to at LSU and at Missouri, and then welcome home undefeated number four ranked Florida State. Um, I mean, your opportunity to play spoiler, I guess. So this is viewed as a, a very important game for Billy Napier. Um, you know, there's even been talk about his job security being on the line, and you know, Florida has fired coaches for. Um, you know, with winning records, obviously, in the past, uh, you know, I actually have kind of gone back and looked at all the different, um, you know, coaching changes that have happened in the SEC over the last few years. And, and um, you know, there's not a lot of examples of coaches going into year four and having a losing record and surviving. In fact, the only one that I could find in, you know, recent history uh, was Will Muschamp at South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, so Will Muschamp, Will Muschamp was fired after a two and five start in his fifth season in 2020. But the year before that, they went four and eight in his fourth season, but he survived and, and wasn't fired. That's like the only example I can find in the entire conference, in the entire conference uh, in recent history. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that jumps out, doesn't it? Um, now his best season was in 2017, uh, when the Gamecocks were nine and four. There's some parallels there too, because you go back, you know, a couple years, and Sam Pittman was nine and four at Arkansas. Uh, so, a lot of similarities there. 
uh, between those two situations if Sam Pittman is retained and gets a and gets a fifth year. But uh, he's going to have to do better than what Muschamp did his fifth year. He started off two and five and was fired in the middle of the season in uh, in 2020 during the COVID year. So um, yeah, but you can go down every school in the SEC and nobody nobody's put up with. Uh, with that mark in year four. Although Sam Pittman, you know, maybe just a different situation. Do you really consider it year four for him? You know, it was 2020 year one coming into the situation that he came into with Arkansas being in such a rut, um, you know, reviving the program. You also have to say, you know, best record in 10 years, the last 10 years was produced by Sam Pittman. So this is his opportunity to show that his only real uh, mistake so far has been, um, you know, just the calculated error of hiring Dan Enos and to show that uh, now that he's gone that they can produce some offense and, uh, you know, the defense hopefully will, will still play the same. I'll say this too, guys. I mean, nobody plays as many. You know, we talk about the one possession record. Nobody plays in as many one-possession games as Arkansas under Sam Pittman. Nobody's nobody's doing. In fact, Arkansas has done. They've done it five times this year. Is that right? Yeah, five times this year they have been in one-possession games. Yeah, five they've and six. Every, yeah, yeah. They've lost every single one of them, and uh, nobody else in the SEC has played in more than three. And you know, nobody's lost more than two. Alabama's two and zero. Auburn's one and two. LSU's one and zero. Ole Miss is three and zero. Mississippi State's two and one. Texas A&M's zero and two. Florida's one and zero. Georgia's one and zero. Kentucky's zero and one. South Carolina's one and one. Tennessee's two and zero. And Vanderbilt is one and one. And Arkansas is zero and five. Why is Arkansas in so many one possession games? Last year they were in six one possession games. Six. Why is Arkansas in so many one possession games? Do they play to the level of their opponents? I mean, based on what we've seen so far, maybe you say, yeah. I mean, they lose on the road to LSU by three. They lose on the road to Alabama. Um, what was that, three to Alabama? Lose on the road to Mississippi. Three, yeah. or, excuse me, to Ole Miss by seven. You know, those are all quality teams. You know, you can understand those losses. But then you come back home and you lose to Mississippi State by four at home, a team that's given up 29.5 points a game. Why is Arkansas... You could say they're playing to the level of their opponent, but you know, really, they're playing just below the level of their opponent, time in and time out. Why are they in so many one possession games? And and last year too, I didn't go back and look at last year, but I bet they were in more one possession games than anybody else last year, also. And Trey, what about holding a lead that you take into the fourth quarter? Had there been at least one or two games of those that? I know LSU, Arkansas finally got the lead, couldn't hold it. Seemed like there was at least one more game like that where Arkansas it's was weird able to grab the, the lead game, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Randy, it's it's weird, though, that the one game, Ole Miss they had a lead, I believe. Um, the one game that the offense actually played pretty well, the, the defense didn't play well in the second half. Like the one no, game, yeah. game, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's a. Well, it's, it's I thought Trey, the defense got smacked around a little bit against against Alabama. I thought they, uh, particularly late in the ball game, where they needed to make a stop, uh, they couldn't make a stop. They kind of got whacked around a little bit there. But uh, yeah, I mean that's Alabama first of all. But secondly, I don't, I don't know if that's 100 percent fair to say when you know the offense is continually putting the defense in bad situations and going three and out and three and out and three and out and you know I mean. You can only ask so much of your defense. The game is engineered, you know, for the offense to have more success than the defense. It's just the way the game is is designed. Right. Um, but I, the only time I really felt like the defense, you know, got it put to them uh, and played real poorly was uh, the last what 18 seconds or so of the uh, first half against LSU, and then the second half against LSU. That's the only time where I'm just like. Uh, I would say I wouldn't take what the defense gave them, you know, each week. For Rocket Sanders. Sorry, Randy, I didn't hear anything except for Rocket Sanders. No, what is your expectations for Rocket Sanders? If he, get, um, if he gets I don't really to play have any. Florida. Yeah, I don't have any, Randy. I I think he'll. I, I guess he will play. Um, I don't. I don't know how much. 
don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Siri also doesn't have an answer for that, if you heard that. I don't know where that came from. But. Yeah. Siri, goodness gracious. Siri, it's like, what is Siri doesn't this? have an answer, and I don't have an answer. <laughs> Maybe you can answer this question. Oh, my God. I thought it was ironic that Kenny Guyton said that they had eliminated 30% of the playbook. And Chad well, Sam and, Pittman said that. Yeah, well, Sam Pittman said it. And yeah. it was ironic that... Chad Morris only got 30% of the playbook installed his first yes. year. So, do you, what part of the 30% did they get rid of? I mean, do you have an idea about that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe some of the plays where they're throwing screens and they're having the offensive linemen get out there to block. Um, you know, maybe that would be some good because the, the tackles still yeah. haven't got out on the second level yet. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff maybe where. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what 30%. Maybe some more of the pro-style stuff where, the, you know, they're having to identify the mic and all of those things. And I, I just hope that they get back to, you know, the style of offense, hurrying up uh, that they were running before under Kendall Browse. I mean, that's, you know, I've, I've said on the show many times that, you know, I like watching diverse offenses. I like watching pro-styles and triple option offense and stuff. But everything – has with the, the rules of college football, everything says that you should be running a hurry-up, no-huddle-spread uh, no offense. Everything about the rules in college football say you should be doing that. So it's kind of what you have right. to do. And I, I wonder also, like, you know, with a pro-style attack, you know, sometimes it, it – like, I've always thought, like, you could bring in a quarterback as a freshman and run a spread offense and have success. But it's very hard to do that right out of the gate with a freshman quarterback – um, in a pro-style offense where he just has so many more responsibilities Agreed. as far as you know, communicating protections and things like that. Um, and you have to develop that guy in the offense, and then usually you know, you're like, okay, you know, this guy's a sophomore, redshirt sophomore, he's ready to start. Um, and, you know, I think maybe we thought with KJ, since he's an older guy, that he'd be able to jump right into it, but he's never run that kind of offense before, and, and he probably needed more time also uh, to get more comfortable in it. So... There were also so many things that we saw them, you know, doing, um, you know, in the passing game in the spring and in fall camp that they just weren't doing on game days. So, like, why was there so much effort put into that stuff in camp and in the spring? And we just we don't see it on game days. We just see a very vanilla approach. So, I don't know. I, I'm anxious to see what kind of offense we see on Saturday and also to your question Randy uh, how much of a role Rocket Sanders plays uh, I don't know I mean I, I have no clue I, I don't I, think he'll be in much shape for I don't either maybe I, I, I can't believe three or four carries at the most when's the last time he's been hit and uh, mm-hmm. what what kind of conditioning does he have I mean I I realize Sam Pittman said the other day that they're practicing, maybe it was the kids that said they were practicing inside because it's going to be more like the temperature they're going to face because it's been cold up in February. So they've been practicing indoor. That doesn't matter. No. The heat and the humidity can get oppressive. I mean, it. I don't know what it would be like this time of the year, but uh, the one other time that I was there at Gainesville, uh, it was Steve Spurrier and the Fun and Gun, the K Gun, and yep. and um, uh, Danny Warfel, I believe, was the quarterback. And even then, he was splitting time. Ninety five, ninety six. Yep. But it was still blazing yeah. hot. I mean, it was still hot in that in that uh, stadium, and uh, and humid. So we'll see. But I just can't. I just I just don't see where uh, he's going to be. In great shape. Yeah. It's going to be hard to believe somehow, some way, he's been able to keep that conditioning all the time that he's been out. You know, Trey. The other, the other part of this Kenny Guyton uh, OC mystery is Sam likes that fifty-fifty blend of run and pass. I'm curious to how they are going to. What, what kind of balance they're going to try to create in this game. Arkansas has not, has not proven it can run the football. It just hasn't proven it can run the football today. Uh, teams have been able to make them be 
you know, uh, play one side, and that mm-hmm. is throw the football. And Arkansas hasn't been that especially um, successful doing that. What what kind of offense? What kind of offensive blend are you expecting, Trey, from Kenny? Guy? Well, I'd love to be able to, to see them be able to run the football because they have not done that. And last year, you know, they were about as balanced as they've ever been as far as yardage produced. They, uh, right? You know, obviously they ran the ball more than they threw the ball, but the yardage came out about the same. They were um, 236 rushing yards per game, and then uh, 234 passing yards per game. Obviously, a lot more, you know, run dominant. It, um, in terms of the play call, you know, the number of play calls, they were second in the SEC in rushing versus, you know, being eighth in the SEC in passing last year. So the, I think that what you would like to be able to do is to do both. And to be able to pass the ball uh, successfully, you need to be able to run the ball. I mean, you just do. And uh, for, you know, the offense right. that Arkansas has run in the past to be able to work. So, um, man, it would be nice if they could open up some holes and, and actually – be productive in the run game because it has been um, what are they averaging like 105 yards a game this year on the ground I mean that's, that's 109 terrible. no it's, 109 109 well, no it's actually 80 86 86 SEC games 86 only. oh you're talking about, you always do SEC only games 86 you always omit the other ones um, <laughs> but that's that's pathetic that's just terrible <laughs> what no, that's a, it's, you're playing SEC games now. You're not playing BYU. You're not playing Kent State. You're not playing sure. uh, no, I'm saying, Western Carolina. I'm saying the numbers. You're playing not, out? Your, not your use of the numbers, Randy. The numbers. The numbers are pathetic. Yeah. You think I was talking Absolutely. about you? <laughs> For using <laughs> SEC only? <laughs> your reaction I'm sorry, to I got you defensive. <laughs> no, 88 Wait a minute. or whatever Wait it is. A minute. Even if it's 109 in SEC only, that's still pathetic. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, I mean, they're like 301 total offense. Yeah. If I remember correctly. And SEC only games. So I think I mean, Chuck Barrett referred to it standards. the other day as a, a constipated offense. That's probably a good description. That, that's pretty Break through. Break loose. Give them one of those pills. See if you can lose some things. Make something good happen if you can. Um, did you have you, Trey, just for a moment, uh, uh, did you look at the um, double R prop specials on Saracen? Mm-hmm. Met Saracen? Have I had a chance to look at them? Is that what you asked? Sorry, you cut out on me. Yeah. Uh, yeah no. That's I, what I'm asking. I haven't gone over them. I've got it pulled up right now, though. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tease you with a couple. So you I'll, got... I'll tease you a couple because I'm basing these... Yeah, I've got them pulled up. Okay, I'm basing these, Trey, off of season averages, not SEC games. <laughs> Season total, uh, some of these numbers for Arkansas. AJ Green, 24 and a half yards rushing over 0.5 rushing touchdown. 24.5. That's like the Iowa Northwestern game the other day when they set the over under at 29 and a half. That's almost ridiculous. Do we lose Trey? We may have lost Trey. Um, this is how confident I am. We are still on, right? Yeah, we're on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something's hap- Something's happening where you're like cutting in and out real bad for me. Okay, I think we're stabilized now. I was talking about AJ Green, twenty-four and a half yards rushing over zero point five rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I, I was looking at one. You have Isaac Tesla off, or just like I mean, just some of the numbers. It's like the fact that that's the, you know, that's the, and you're using. Oh, he's it on been doing that. Since, he's been doing that since BYU. Try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. It's just. It's just. You know. Just never would have 
expected some of these numbers to be so low when you're I mean Isaac Tesla law twenty nine and a half receiving yards like that's I mean it's just that should be a given one hundred ninety nine point five passing yards like and it's plus two twenty man rough rough offense. Uh, I, I told Kevin, here's the guarantee. Max Fletcher, 44.5-yard average punt and over 1.5 punts inside the 20. Yeah, that, that might be a good that should one. Be a- I don't know. Yeah, if it's I think we got a really bad delay, too, Randy. I don't know what's going on. All but, of a sudden. Uh, yeah, like you're hearing me talk when not. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but we got a really bad connection. It's probably something to do with that ESPN overlay. Uh, those days. And now Michael and Conway. Hey, guys. Go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. Uh, got a question for you. It's about the Rockets. Uh, talking with somebody about a week or two ago, I said, you know, the conversation was if Enos, Enos wasn't there, the Rockets would be playing more. And as soon as Enos is fired, the Rockets coming back. I mean, is it because he wasn't really into the scheme? Is it he wasn't, you know, high on the Enos or what? Good we'll question. We'll answer that in just a minute. Yeah. We'll answer it in just a minute. All right. Thank you. Arkansas State fans, listen up. The Red Wolves' home in Central Arkansas is 106.7 Buzz 2. Listen every week for Sunbelt Conference action with the Red Wolves only on 106.7 Buzz 2. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. The spas have arrived for the huge truckload sale going on now at Luxury Pool and Spa at their new location on Stanford Road in Conway. Caldera and Fantasy Spas by Watkins are all on sale and must go during the spa truckload sale. Service after the sale, no worries. With Luxury Pool and Spa, they service everything they sell. They also carry Serona Spa chemicals and frog systems for your spa. It's the spa truckload sale going on now at Luxury Pool and Spa in Conway. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com Is your oak lawn a roaring crowd and thundering thoroughbreds? Or is it betting long shots over cold beer and corned beef? For all the reasons we love it, live racing is back at Oaklawn starting December 8th. Champion thoroughbreds, more race days, and the largest purses in the track's history. Join us for opening day, December 8th. Make your reservations now at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Of course, you have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown, but there's only one, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. Still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine, and a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, and room for large parties with reservations, Dizzy's will have you coming back again and again. Since 1995, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. DizzysLR.com. Do you need rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8. 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8. 
888-888-888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Tune in each Friday for the Birch Tree Community's High School Football Game of the Week with R.J. Hawk, Kyle Sutherland, and Josh Neighbors. Birch Tree Communities, a place called home. For more information, visit birchtree.org. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to our Sonic Blast here on the Buzz Radio Network. Barry Grooms of Hooten's Arkansas Football Magazine. Kevin Bohan and I'm Randy Rainwater. Must tell you the best bargain going right now is the dinner for two for 60 bucks. At the Riverfront Steakhouse, the reason why I say that is because it don't get no better than that. Because we're talking about filet. We're talking about steak. We're talking about a 10-ounce steak plus not one, not two, not three, but four. Uh, the double F, the Frank Fletcher, four of them, size of your hand, and... The Riverfront Salad Bar for two. That includes the largest salad bar in Pulaski County. No, make that America. With over 30 items, including baby shrimp, iceberg, and romaine lettuce, all the trimmings, all the extras, all the uh, dressings that you could imagine, and then you get to pick two side items. Oh, my goodness. It is true. At the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock, the dinner for two tonight. Tomorrow night, make a reservation right now, and that is three seven one nine thousand. Ask for sure. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock, and that is the best deal going right now. And we have Barry Grooms of Hoops Arkansas Football Magazine with us. So let's uh, where do we begin? I think we had a question right before the break. If Robbie Sanders had set out due to Enos, and that's why he'd come back now. Since Enos is gone, he feels like he can play a little bit. I don't think he would have done that because that is cutting your throat before you even get into the NFL. Right. That's that's showing that you're a prima donna. I think he was actually hurt. He never got fully healthy. And the week before the Alabama game, he kind of twitched his knee again. So I think we can put those... Now, I don't I, think I just, he would do that. I just hope he's healthy. Yeah. And uh, don't step out there. Until... All right, uh, Bear, this one is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. From the Storm Chaser, any idea who DeWitt will draw in the first round of the playoffs? Well, DeWitt finishes second in the 8-4-A, and I was just looking at that. They'll be at the bottom part of the bracket, and... The DeWitt Dragons will host the fourth team from the three. Uh, and, and tonight you've got Rivercrest, Blytheville playing. I think Truman fits in probably as that four seed up there. Uh, so, so it could be uh, Pocahontas. Could could be Truman, Pocahontas, Highland, depending what happens tonight. But it's one of those teams coming to DeWitt. And let's see. Here is from the other one. Hot Springs Lakeside at Hot Springs. Yeah. Well, the winner is going to get a number two playoff seed. The loser looks like they'll be that number three seed. And both teams had pretty good years. Hot Springs' only loss this season was to Little Rock Parkview. Um, Lakeside lost... Uh, Two, two games to Parkview and to Magnolia. So if they win this, they can still still get that number two seed. This is called the City Bowl there in Hot Springs. A lot besides pride on the line in this. For Lakeside, you've got Kyler Wolf, 
he got banged up about week five, week six. He's he's returned, looked full strength last week, caught a 75-yard touchdown against Parkview. For Hot Springs, it's been a really good defensive effort all year. Kendall Williams has been great. Last week it was Braylon Young, 17 tackles, a sack, and an interception. Justin Washington has really blossomed at uh, receiver the past two weeks. He's got 12 catches over the past two weeks. So Hootens.com picks Hot Springs to get the City Bowl victory over Hot Springs Lakeside. And, Barry, you got to know that Coach Burnett is excited. Team, This is the best record that they've had since 2002. That team went 10-2, 6-1 uh, and one in conference play. Uh Greenwood beat them in the playoffs that year, but yep. uh, great season under an outstanding season. Uh, Bear, I want to go back to the 6A East real quick. West Memphis at Searcy, a lot riding on this game. If things work out right, Searcy could, looks like they could jump up and get that third. They could. They could get a higher playoff seed if things worked out. They're the number eight seed, or not number eight team in the state right now. They've had ups and downs this year, but really have righted the ship, you know, and they have beaten West Memphis nine of the past 11 times they've played, beat them last year by nine points. They get the number three playoff seed with a victory over West Memphis. That would give them the the head-to-head tiebreaker, and you have to couple that with a Marion victory over Catholic if those things happen. Uh, for West Memphis, they get the number three seed simply with a victory. So, a lot to play for for both teams here. Uh, West Memphis scored some points, kind of held their own a little bit against Bitten last week. Of course, we're down to our second team quarterback at West Memphis, Drew Jenkins. He's thrown four touchdown passes since he took over as a starter two weeks ago. But boy, Cersei's just had the upper hand in the series, running the ball well, Tyler Strickland dishing it out, both uh, passing and running the ball. But West Memphis may be too good of a defense. think this is a close game. Goes right down to the wire. Hootens.com picks West Memphis in a close one over Cersei. All right, Bear, here's another one from our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line. And uh, this from the 501, can you talk about the Magna Cove Glen Rose game? Well, thought this might get, uh, you know, by mid in the middle of the season, looked like maybe this was going to be for a conference championship. Now things are already set. Glen Rose, the number one seed, Magna Cove uh, will be that five seed. So, you know, Magnet Cove's in the playoffs by beating Paris. Uh, they'll probably finish as that five seed. Glenn Rose, as we said, the conference champ. Heath Balance, Ryan Bland have both played very well. When they played center point last week, they kept those guys in the game for over three quarters, and Balance finished with 302 yards rushing, five touchdowns. Uh, Bland was four of six passing, 70 yards, ran the ball well. Hootens.com picks Glenn Rose, but, of course, this is a rivalry game. And seedings are already determined, so be interesting to see how long starters play and, and all those things in this game. It will play for the number two seed out of that or three three eight conference. Excuse me, a two three eight. That's right. Uh, Salem got the win over Quitman last night, fifty to nothing. Wrapped up a ten and zero perfect regular season. This should be a great game. Two contrasting styles. Perryville likes to play defense, run the ball. They've only given up uh, 117 points on the year. That's a little over 10 points a game. Should be a really good ball game. Perryville was really impressive last week, too, against Salem. Lost 16-6, to led the game into the third quarter, and just couldn't, couldn't muster up the offense. But they held an explosive Salem attack to a season low in points. Uh, Newport comes in. Luke Reynolds, the sophomore, an outstanding dual threat. Amani Wren has been really good, not only receiving the ball and on those jet sweeps. He's a good punt returner. He's got a couple of punt and kick returns for a touchdown. And I think that can be the difference tonight. Newport gets a defensive score or special team score to put him over the top. And Hootens.com picks the number 10 Greyhounds in a close one uh, over Perryville. All right, let's see this from our 
uh, Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. This one is from, where is it? It recycled here for me on a moment. Um, Jim. I knew Jim had to, had to check in with us. Cedarville at Boonville. Do the Bearcats handle business tonight, Bear? That is Jim from Boonville. Well, you, you would think so, but, you know, Cedarville, nothing to play for as far as playoff contention. Boonville's locked, off, uh, locked up the number one seed in the conference. They're conference champs. And Dax Golf, big game again last week. This is one of those games for, for Boonville. Coach Crowley does not want his starters to get hurt. A lot to play for. Hoops.com picks Boonville uh, to handle Cedarville and look for him to move a few guys up off that freshman team that, that beat Cedarville last night by four touchdowns. Um, I think in their junior high finale. Mountain Home visits Greenbrier tonight. Greenbrier coming off a bad loss to Little Rock Christian last week. Mountain Homes, Cade Yates has played well, but they are turnover-prone. Uh, defense is kind of a suspect for Mountain Home right now, but they have shown they can put up some points this year. Seeding in the 6A West. It is. The winner gets the number four playoff seed, will host a first-round game. The loser's going to get that number five seed and um, have to play here in the first round of the playoffs, play a, a team like a possibly a West Memphis or Catholic or Cersei in the first round. So, um, and, and you know that, that Greenbrier could tumble all the way down to the sixth seed due to losing the tiebreakers to Mountain Home and Russellville. So huge game for both teams. Uh, Greenbrier quarterback Kane Richardson, he had 127 yards last week against uh, Little Rock Christian, but as a team they had just 217 total yards. Uh, Mountain Home, meanwhile, played Van Buren, had 500 yards of offense. The defense forced five turnovers. Um, they led the game by 10 points at half, eased on out to a victory, and, and they're running the ball exceptionally well. I think this is a game that goes right down to the wire, but been really impressed with Steve Airy the past couple of years at Mountain Home, how his teams have played weeks 9 and 10, and last week they, they played very well, so Based on history, we have to go with Mountain Home duplicating that effort, playing it well again this week. Hootens.com picks the Bombers in a mild upset at Greenbrier. And Bear from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback trip says, The Mills Comets host the Bologna Eagles tonight. With a win tonight, the Comets will be the conference champion for the first time in 35 years. Who does Hootens.com pick to win this one, Bear? Yeah, we've got Mills winning this game, but, yeah, they've got to win because if they lose, they'll have two conference losses, and either Joe T. Robinson or Pine Bluff, those two teams play each other, the winner of that game will be the number one seed. Um, Achilles Ringo, he is the senior quarterback at Mills, had an outstanding season, uh, quite, quite the dual threat quarterback, by the way. I mean, he, he's putting up 400 yards, 500 yards a week of, of offense. Uh, Javen Love, he's played really well at receiver. Valonia, they had won two straight games, lost a close one last week to Maumel by 16 points. In, the, in that game, though, they couldn't stop Maumel's running attack. So look for Mills to try to run the football tonight, hit a few big plays, and Hoops.com picks the comments to get the victory in a conference championship. All right, we got to step aside for a moment. Pep Squad making the way in for the Bryant Hornets. I'm not sure where they're going to put everybody inside there. Barry Grooms of Hootens, Arkansas Football Magazine. Kevin Bohan and I, Brandy Rainwater. Our sonic blast from Conway will continue in a moment. Union presents your Razor Hog update every day on Out of Bounds. With True Service, you get cash rewards with your debit card. Online at trueservice.net. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. 
We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Once a year, Saracen gives away a coveted BMW to one lucky winner. This month is that special time, and you could be the winner of an amazing BMW X5 SUV from Saracen Casino and BMW of Little Rock. Play to win a top-of-the-line BMW SUV only at Saracen Casino Resort. Just a short 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win a BMW X5 SUV. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400-pound nose guard, deadlift an elephant, even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons. Fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked commercial truck and trailer repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. College sports and Parker Cadillac, that's a winning combination. I'm Rachel Parker Harding with Parker Cadillac. Make a grand entrance on game day in a 2024 Cadillac XT4 or XT5. Or load up your family and friends in the third row XT6. Tops in quality and reliability among mid-size premium SUVs with eye-catching sport trim packages available. Shop now for exceptional savings. Visit parker-cadillac.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Barry Grooms of Hooten's Arkansas Football Magazine. Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater. Today, our Sonic Blast here in Conway. Uh, maybe the reason we're having... So many connection issues is all the electricity, Kevin, that's in the air. Absolutely. And they say you can't see electricity in the air, but you can see it out here tonight, Double R. It is. You can feel the energy. All right, let's talk to Patrick. Patrick, good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. Good afternoon. I wanted to know what y'all thought about uh, Bismarck. Game. I think if Bismarck win to be 8-2 and uh, maybe second seed. Yep. And the winner of this game oh, is going to be Bismarck Lions. Bismarck five and one conference record host Center Point, who has a five and one conference record. And um, you know Center Point last week twelve points, the lowest they've scored in any conference game this year. Uh, they face a Bismarck team looking, uh, you know, looking for a little bit of a challenge. Uh, Coach Keithley said, "Hey, we've we've had a pretty easy stretch here the past month. We've got to have a good game and uh, to get ready for the playoffs." And he thinks this will give it to him. His son uh, is playing exceptionally well at quarterback, and this is a team Bismarck been putting up lots of points. In fact, last week they led Two Rivers 37 to nothing with just five minutes and 33 seconds going in the game. Uh, so won't be as easy. Points won't be as easy to come by tonight. But Hoops.com still picks Bismarck to come out with. Victory. Bear, let's go to the 5A West. Uh, still a conference title up for hands, up for grabs tonight. Alma hosting Shiloh Christian. 
Farmington still with a five and one record. We would have never thought four weeks ago that Alma and Farmington could be the potential conference champion of the five A yeah. West tonight. Yeah, Shallow's the one with its work cut out and needs some help to get the number one seed. Alma gets it with a victory. Yep. Uh, Farmington is the number one seed if Shallow beats Alma and Farmington beats their rival Prairie Grove. So, uh, yeah, lots of things Shallow needs to win and needs a Farmington loss, obviously, to get the uh, championship. But let's start with the Shallow-Alma game. Shallow Christian. A lot of hype this year. They're right now ranked number four in the state. Had some luster knocked off their season, though, a couple weeks ago, losing to Farmington. And in that game, they failed to score in the second half. Last week, they came out against Prairie Grove and looked like a different team. Uh, Cole Creighton, he's the third uh, quarterback this team has had this season. They've been decimated by injuries. Uh, He threw three touchdown passes. Bo Williams ran for 100 yards and three touchdowns before heading to the sidelines to rest his injury. He has played sparingly the past six weeks due to an ankle injury. Uh, Really knocked off chance for him to put up monster numbers this year. But the main number Shiloh's interested in is returning to their fourth straight state championship game and and think they can get it done. Hoops.com picks Shiloh to beat Alma and then Farmington to beat Prairie Grove. Uh, Prairie Grove is not going to make the playoffs and they've lost the past two weeks to Alma and Shiloh by combined 98 to 12. So not a lot of offense right now for the Tigers of Prairie Grove. All right, Bear, this one from our uh, Asher Record Service Company Live Fin Feedback. Jay says, what has happened with Catholic football this year compared to last year? Last year, yeah. And they've had injuries this year. Uh, and, and their quarterback last year was exceptional. I think Kevin will agree. And uh, This year they just can't quite get everything to, to come together. But you know, Jackson England has played okay at, at times at quarterback. He's been injured, though, now. And Brooks Ward and Cody Fogelman have to step it up, and they have to run the ball much better. They have to kind of change offensive philosophies, I think, starting this week. And, and look for them to do so. They're, they're playing a Mary team tonight that that doesn't have a lot to play for statistically wise so so think Catholic Catholic has something to play for so we're picking Catholic to get the victory yeah watching them first hands last week uh, the trenches is what the biggest difference is especially on the offensive line those guys uh, lost a few starters from last year but defense still plays hard they just don't have the big plays that they had last year and Sam Sanders was a difference maker no offense to Jackson England. He's played really well this year, but Sam Sanders was a game changer. He uh, was. Fair. Elkins, the Elks, ooh, ooh, ooh. giving up a mere seven points a game and averaging right at 53 points a game. Takes on Lincoln tonight. Lincoln playing for playoff seating tonight. The Elks have wrapped up their conference, the 1-4-A title. Yeah, they've wrapped up the number one seed, uh, going for an undefeated season, so that may be something for them to play for. And then Busy Dean, Deshaun Chairs have both played exceptionally well. The Townsend brothers on both sides of the ball. Uh, Poochie, three interceptions last week, Bear. He returned one for a touchdown. Three. Hey, Yes, sir. Lincoln will be that three or four seed. Cal Jones, he's played quarterback, he's played running back, he's played receiver for him. He's got to have a, a big night to keep Lincoln close. But Hootons.com picks Elkins to win. Ozark then would be that number two seed, and we'll just have to sort out who wins between uh, Gravit, Gentry, and, and sort all that out with Lincoln. Well, there from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from the 501. The train keeps rolling down the tracks, led by Braylon Russell from the 501. Tell me about Benton and Sheridan. I see it in the headlights coming to that train called the Benton Panthers. Well, they're rolling on offense, maybe like no other team in the entire state. They've won eight consecutive games over Sheridan. Uh, and this year, they've won eight consecutive games after losing the opener to Bryant. And they played Bryant as well as anybody other than uh, than uh, the, the Patriots of Parkview. 
What Benton does so well is they mix the, the pass and the run. I mean, Drew Davis, he's established the school record 35 touchdown passes this season, and he didn't even start the first two games. Uh, Braylon Russell, he can catch the ball. He can run. He ran for three touchdowns last year or last week. Caught a touchdown pass. Uh, Benton playing for an outright conference championship. I uh, think they get it. And they'll be, they're going to be that number one seed regardless of what happens. And they face a Sheridan team that struggled last week to beat Green County Tech, got it done 16-14. to 14. Uh, And Sheridan will not make the playoffs this year. So this is kind of their playoff game or Super Bowl. And uh, the players at Sheridan view this as a rivalry. Benton doesn't as much, but, but the Sheridan players do. So, But Hootens.com picking Benton Panthers to keep it rolling. And got Benton winning this game. I think Benton's one of about three teams, the way it looks right now, capable of winning that 6A state title. Fair Malvern took care of business against Nashville last week to set up the st- uh, conference championship but against Arkadelphia in Arkadelphia tonight. Arkadelphia's won five straight games. This should be one heck of a matchup. Jalen Dupree, all-time leading rusher at Malvern against a, a Arkadelphia team that's been playing really well of late. Yep, Arkadelphia's really turned the corner playing so well. They put up nearly 500 yards of offense last week. Uh, they beat Fordyce in a non-conference game. They had three turnovers. Coach Shucker said they've got to eliminate those. Now, defensively, he feels his team's playing pretty well. They've got to to handle this Malvern offense. Jalen Dupree, as you mentioned last week, 33 carries, 333 yards, two touchdowns. Dylan Caradine had another touchdown. And then Angel Perez, Romar Bennett played well on, on defense. Uh, this is a game Malvern has to win, I think, just as for its, its own mental state. Malvern got blown out last year by Arkadelphia, came back to win a state championship. This game has eaten at them because uh, if, if you'll remember week 10 last year, we had all the thunderstorms moving in. This game was postponed until Moved Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Yeah. And Malvern just didn't respond. Malvern has not won a conference championship since 1997. They've kind of made that a goal this year. I mean, the ultimate goal, of course, is repeating as state champions. So I think there's a lot riding on this game for both teams, but maybe the pressure's on Malvern. I think the Leopards want to win that conference championship. be the first one in 25, 26 years. So they feel they've got something to prove and, and something to add some hardware to the trophy case. All right. Two hours down, one hour to go. Actually, 45 minutes to go because we've got the game of the week coming to you from Greenwood. As RJ and the gang standing by for Greenwood and Little Rock Christian. Our Sonic Blast will continue from Conway in just one moment. Brews and barrel-aged bourbon every Friday at their Bourbon and Brews party. Get to Twin Peaks from 5 to 7 to experience a lingerie costume party paired with exceptional bourbons, tastings, and giveaways. Cheers! Once again this year, The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, the 